Welcome to Mornings with Martin, and Happy Advent. As we prepare for Christmas, uh, we're going to look at some of the different events of Christmas, and today we're going to look uh, at Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 and following. And here's what it says. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. That's what we'll stop for today. The character of Joseph, I mean, he is in every nativity scene. He's pretty integral to the plot, and yet he doesn't say a word. He doesn't really do much. Instead, what makes him so important is what he doesn't do. Is that he chooses to not divorce Mary, not to expose her to public shame, but instead to raise this child Jesus, who's not his own, but is his own, uh, but to raise the Son of God as his own child. That's an incredible gift. And that's an incredible role. Now, when we consider that text that we just read, a few things. First, uh, it, we often talk about their status kind of like an engagement. And it's similar. Uh, back in those times, you would actually be engaged when you were children. Uh, when you were little kids, you were uh, kind of promised to another family or whatever. And then the betrothal stage is actually a one-year uh, situation where they're referred to as man and wife, they are legally bound to each other, but they don't sleep in the same bed. They don't have the same rights as uh, husband and wife. And so if it were modern days, it's like they have joint bank accounts, but they don't share the same bed. <clears throat> and so Imagine if you're in that situation. Here's this person who has been promised to you for years and now is legally bound to you. And then you find out that they're pregnant. And the uh, conventional wisdom would say they've been unfaithful. It would be disconcerting to say the least. And so Joseph, he... He experiences this, this heart-wrenching time when he imagines, has Mary, my betrothed, cheated on me? Or, or has something terrible happened to her? But somehow she's pregnant now. And so he considers his options, right? And he's faithful to the law. And so what, what does the law say? Well, in Deuteronomy, it talks about when you have someone who uh, breaks their betrothal in such a way, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to stone them to death. That's the legal uh, ramification. Uh, at the very least, Mary's name would be drugged through the mud and she would live a terrible, terrible life from then on. And Joseph, even though he's hurt in this situation, he loves Mary, and so he doesn't want to expose her to public disgrace. But he also doesn't want to pursue a life where he's raising uh, another man's child, and he's uh, now becoming uh, more attached to an unfaithful bride. 
again, conventional wisdom. Joseph, if nothing else, is logical. And so his answer is to divorce her quietly, to simply let it slide underneath the rug so that Mary isn't, uh, isn't put to public shame. Her name is, is not tarnished. Instead, just she goes her way, he goes his way, and then on, onward he goes with his life. But the angel of the Lord comes. An angel comes to him in a dream and says, no, 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 Joseph, you have it all wrong. The, the, yes, you have a hurt that uh, you know, your bride is, is pregnant. And yet it's not from her being unfaithful. Nothing terrible has happened to her. Instead, something amazing has happened to her. That, this is from the Holy Spirit. She is going to birth the Savior of the nations. So you're to, you're to take her home as your wife and you're to raise this child, to name him Jesus. Because this child, this one that you are now being entrusted with, is going to save the people from their sins. What an honor. And what faith from Joseph to hear this angel's words in a dream, to wake up and not say, well, that was a weird dream, and then move on with his life and with his plan, with his logic, but instead say, this is from God. I've heard you. I will listen. I will obey. It's incredible. And so I know Joseph might seem like an unsung hero, but he is a hero in the Christmas narrative. He faithfully comes alongside Mary. He faithfully listens to the word of the Lord. He faithfully protects Jesus in his infancy, in his childhood, and raises him as his own. Thanks be to God for Joseph, and thanks be to God for Christian men and fathers who do very similar things, who raise children in a God-fearing way, protecting them and loving them. So there's a little bit about Christmas. Uh, now before we go, you might notice there's a few things different in, in the office. And uh, yes, there are bold words behind me. Uh, that's a silly joke. Everyone, most people know that I'm not the biggest fan of the song, Mary, Did You Know? Uh, because it's very clear, Mary did know, an angel told her, and that's the text in Luke chapter one. Very clearly, an angel said, hey, this is what's gonna happen to you. So anyway, <clears throat> expect to have some more fun with that in the in the future, but for now, Yes, Mary knew, so did Joseph, and thanks be to God for their faithful obedience. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for faithful men and women like Mary and Joseph uh, who obey your word and obey your will. And even though we do this imperfectly, Father, we thank you for your grace uh, that even in our failures, you continue to love us, cherish us, and that's why you sent Jesus to be our Savior and to save us from our sins. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining me. We'll see you next time.